Welcome back to Bankrupt Overland. Hanging out here live on location in Utah with the Rome Four Low crew. What's going on, Matt? Uh, not too much. Uh, beautiful weather and uh, broken Jeep. Yeah. So let's start on the on the picturesque views before we go to the broken Jeep so we keep some listeners on long enough for the <laughs> Spotify count. Um, so describe a little bit about where we are right now because we are in Utah, but where we're at is probably one of the most beautiful locations that I've been to. And you were just like, hey, come on this trip with me. And you've been guiding us around for about five days now. And uh, yeah, let's just talk about where we are right now. Yeah. So right now we are in Lockhart Basin. Um, we came just out of Mo- Moab. So we head south just out of Moab. Uh, takes about two hours to get here through Chicken Corners, Herha Pass. And yeah, now we are at the gatekeeper of Lockhart Basin, which might be my favorite place on earth, um, thousand feet of canyons, maybe more. Um, and yeah, I don't think there's a place like this. So yeah, it feels a lot like Mars a little bit out here. It's really red. Uh, it's really sunny. We've had a couple days of rain on this trip. So we're like five days in right now. So we've, we've all settled in. Everybody knows everybody's names and tendencies on the trails and <laughs> tendencies <laughs> after the trails uh and, and so we're in it now and uh came into lockhart basin you've been talking about this trail the whole time uh came up some really good wheeling to get into this actual gatekeeper probably four to five good obstacles where mm-hmm. you know a group of very technical experienced drivers you know are, are consistently being spotted by people in front of them behind yeah. them kind of helping them out and so we got here we've got a couple rigs up and uh and then we had a breakage yeah um and so we decided hey we got a couple hours that we got a a group of guys that have ran back to moab Mm -hmm. to get some parts to make the repair and said hey we got a couple hours let's pull out the mic and crack a couple beers and (laughs) (laughs) have a good time (laughs) have a good time so we're hanging out we got the group around us it feels you know to give you all a view it feels kind of kind of weird to me i'm used to being in my garage with with a jeep behind me as my yeah. only uh only views and looking around we got our whole group here hanging out so it's it's pretty cool um and and so we'll kind of just run through a little bit about what we've done so far on this trip um what we got left ahead and then maybe we'll kind of wrap it up with a little bit of where people can find some more rome rome for low events yeah, uh, the yeah. rest of this year yes sir uh so we all started on the east coast yeah uh and that was on saturday saturday so we left uh early saturday morning Hit the road, met up with in Villarica with some people. Continued on. Uh, I like to take forty west. Mm-hmm. I think. First. Oh yeah, uh, we met up uh, with some guys in Birmingham, and um, yeah, I, I'm a big fan of forty. I first time I ever crossed the country, I I took forty and fell in love with it. So took that out. Um, took us two days. Stopped in Oklahoma. Um, had a pretty long drive the second day going up 550, which was awesome. Yeah. If you haven't been down high, or up Highway 550 from Albuquerque into Silverton, Ouray, and up and through Durango to Grand Junction, you have not driven what I consider one of the most beautiful drives yeah. in this country. Um, the terrain is unbelievable, and it changes every 30 minutes into one of the best and largest mountain ranges in the United yeah. States. Yeah, yeah, it's it's super beautiful. It's like every corner that you turn, it's just crazy different, and the mountain ranges are massive there. Sadly, we didn't get quite the views we wanted. Obviously, we were a little behind, um, so it was a little dark when we were going through there, but you could still really get an idea of how big the mountain ranges are there, and it's, 
it's addicting. It's like you want to just stay there for a night so that you can wake up just to see that. So it's true. I was definitely doing some yellow lane driving. I was I was off the white, <laughs> the white <laughs> yeah, line yeah. <laughs> on that on those passes. Those are very serious passes. We were uh, and we were kind of we were pushing a long day, but we we hammered mm-hmm. through. When you're running with, you know, we've got uh, a good amount of rigs here that are in this 10, 10 vehicles total. So when you're moving in packs like that, you know mm-hmm. you're not going to go the fastest and, yeah. and you know you you're, you know this whole group knows it's big so we're patient at yep. stops things like that so that's been nice but it does take time when you're traveling down the road with this yep. many people yep uh yep. excuse me the drive out here it's a it's a struggle you know you just want to get there they're mm-hmm. two back-to-back extremely long days but then you finally make it out here to the first trail and it's like all that goes away and it's nothing but excitement so yeah so this is the day three on a trail mm-hmm. and so yeah once we woke up uh on on actual day three which was monday i guess we knew we had trails ahead of yeah, us yeah. and that was a good day because yeah. we all knew that we had trails we had we had forded through two hard days of driving um in vehicles that have close to three hundred thousand miles on in some yes. cases um and and some of our group really fought through uh some challenges to get here too yeah um from alternators uh surging and creating all kinds of electrical gremlins mm-hmm. to radiators blowing up and and but you know when you got a good group of people and you're tight you kind of figure out what you got to do to yeah. get it going and, yeah. and keep on going um so what was the first so we we started hit we got to hit trails where do we go from, you know, where we were at in Colorado? What's what's that first day look like? Yeah, so we came out of Montrose. Um, the reason we decided to come from that area is, number one, 550 is beautiful. Uh, mm-hmm. I really wanted to take that road. Um, and also, Montrose is right there to the uh, north side of Moab, which is where we're going to stop. start with Top of the World. Um, I've, I've always thought that the, the lookout there is pretty iconic. It's a good way to kick it off. It's technical, so it gets everybody warmed up for a, an exciting week. Um, and that was absolutely awesome. It was fun watching that many rigs work that hard right out of the box and uh, make it to, I mean, one of the most iconic views uh, yeah, in the, in the off-road world. 100%. Top of the world is a pretty well-known trail out here in the Moab area. Um, and every one of our rigs were able to get up it pretty much no, no real issues, good spotting kind of got you through some tough spots, but overall everybody got to the top, got to see some great views. The wind was, was crazy. It was crazy. <laughs> we are in the desert. So yeah, yeah, it was, uh, I remember when I, I pulled up to the edge, I didn't even want to get out and look. I was just like, spot me to the edge while I can't see it. Cause I'm so scared of heights. And, uh, I got out and the wind was just ripping. You could hear it coming off of the Canyon and. Uh, at one point we were standing close to the edge and Jordan was over there filming and I thought the wind was going to whip him off the side of the, <laughs> of the cliff, but it was, uh, definitely worth those views. So. Oh man, that was, uh, at day one, get to the trails. And then, uh, we, we went out of there, we left top of the world, came down and, and went to this really, really stellar campsite that was kind of had three sides of rock around us that were, I don't know. 200 300 foot high yeah oh yeah is that a fair estimate i don't know but so backed in there weather wasn't perfect i didn't know it rained in the desert but it literally rained the first two days we've oh, been here yeah it just poured i've never seen rain in moab but it was a cool experience to see it you know seeing the water coming off the rocks like that and mm-hmm. it, it was just uh and how quickly everything starts to flood out here quick um with yeah. just a little rain you can tell that that if if there was two weeks of hard raining here this place would be impassable almost everywhere so and you'd have to be very careful in those instances too right um but talking about the rain so you know a lot of us guys that are i guess everybody out here almost is pretty much east coast 
Uh, and so we all have mud terrains because you need mud terrains in yeah. the East Coast. Yep. And so we all come out here thinking, oh, these are going to be a waste. And we actually hit mud oh, yesterday, yeah. a lot of it. Some really good slick mud. That yeah, spent a lot of time sideways. Had some all-wheel drive vehicles going, yeah. <laughs> going sideways with how slick they were. And so Moab kind of gave us all a little bit of a surprise in mm-hmm. the trip. But yeah. as my good friend Will says, if, if everything goes right, it's it's not an adventure. Yep, yep, yeah. <laughs> you need a little bit of something to go sideways to make it an adventure, to make it a good story, to oh, yeah. overcome an obstacle, right? And that's you know, some of what these trips, you know, when you get to the core of it is, is right. You're getting over obstacles and yeah. you're taking on big challenges and, uh, you're, you're living in, in a bravado style of, of we're going to be able to go make this happen. Yeah. And sometimes things happen. Oh yeah. And oh, so yeah. we got out here, you know, we hit the trails that night and then, Oh wait, I'm jumping ahead. We had a whole day I, I forgot about. <laughs> uh, and that was a good day too. Yeah. Uh, and so where, where was it that we camped at that night? So we went to uh, Dome Plateau. Okay. Okay. And stayed the night there. Um, wheeled in just a, f- a mile or two. Stayed at a really cool spot, like you said, with you know three hundred foot cliffs there. And uh, yeah, <laughs> Boulder fell off in the night, which was pretty crazy. But that was, that uh, we was made scary. our way all the way through there and uh, into town, and made our way to Fens. And, yeah. Uh, had a good time there. Well, there were some good before we, leaving that trail was actually really cool. There's one of my favorite things to do is wake up in the morning and you just start your day in four low. Yeah. You know, yeah. roam four low. Surprise, surprise. That's what we do. <laughs> and so, uh, so we started that day in, in four low and we hit the muddy spots, but we also explored that area, which was really cool to me yeah. of getting out, checking out some old mine ruins. And, you know, it was more than just, um, than just hitting trails, right? You know, really trying to explore the area and take in what it has to offer from the history, the landscape, uh, and, and sometimes the weather. And it, mm-hmm. it gives you a little bit of surprises. We had a little bit of everything going on, I think. It was really cool that Ian had been there many, many years ago mm-hmm. and uh, knew that there was mines there. We would have never even known they existed uh, without him. So that was really cool. And getting to go through these shafts that have been there for who knows how long held up by sketchy pieces of wood yeah. <laughs> it was just a really really cool experience that um i don't know it was uh it was definitely worth the drive on dome i, I really appreciated all of that yeah i agree I, i've only been out i came out here last year but i did kind of the the big trails right we did fins and things and and hells mm-hmm. and we didn't really get out too much more than that we're only here for a couple of days and so being able to kind of explore moab this way mm-hmm. uh in the spring when you know, your high temps are in the 70s because we're sitting out here right now. It's about probably 60 degrees out oh, here. That's great. And I mean, the sun is beating down. Everybody just put on sunscreen, <laughs> got their long sleeves on. Um, but, you know, it's not 110 degrees no, where it would be just absolutely miserable to be outside. Mm-hmm. So if you come to Moab, this is the time, right? We've got mm-hmm. Easter Jeep Safari coming next week. And then you've got Cruise Moab, which is going to be a couple weeks after that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the everybody knows this is kind of when you want to come yep. and, and check it out. And it hasn't, it hasn't let us down. Um, and so that was a lot of fun yesterday, being able to get out and do that. And then we kicked back over into Moab and then, um, went into the sand, sand flats or sand, sand flats. Sand flats. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, had some fun over there. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I've always been a big fi- uh, fan of fins. Um, mm-hmm. that's hard to say. Um, it is a good, a, a f- uh, alliteration to try to spit out here. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, a friend of ours that comes to the, some of the drift stuff that we do. He uh, he had a book and he gave me a book about Moab and and the trails to run. And he said you need to go run Fens. That needs to be one of the first things you do because it's a great warm up trail. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I remember the first time I went on Fins, I was like, I cannot believe that this is what they consider a warm-up. <laughs> this is <trail>. a warm-up? <laughs> so it was really fun yesterday. We got to go in that first section and climb up uh, that big rock that's there uh, with the three different options. And then Ian hit in that crazy line yesterday. Yeah. The Land Cruiser stood straight up and down. Um, that was uh, that was pretty cool. Yeah. We had a really good time over there. I think that bumper might have made sparks at that moment when it when it popped up. <laughs> yeah, I know the the hill I chose to climb. I had to try what, three times. Yeah, and the second time I think I was pretty much in a four wheel drive burnout. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. trying to get. <laughs> yeah, I was standing sled. behind you, and you went like almost to the top, and then it just started sliding all the way back down. I'm like I should run. <laughs> That's a big truck coming down. That's a big truck, big truck coming down. And so uh, finally, I think I just turned the music up real loud and. Yeah. Yeah. said we're gonna get up this yeah. and uh got up that time then turned around and randall our, our buddy in, in his jeep just like walks up it with no issue no real spin <laughs> and so it's funny how that's it, kind of the cool thing too is seeing 10 different you know unique rigs mm-hmm. hit all these obstacles and and the differences in the rigs and how you have to position that rig because the wheelbase um makes it it's a lot of fun out here too with a group like this to be able to see different vehicles move through these kind of challenging trails oh yeah yeah there's the lines are so different with everybody's trucks and wheelbases play a big factor um and it's really cool to see even some of the we you know we have two fifth gen forerunners and two fjs but they're built very differently and it's cool to watch them work um they take different lines and mm-hmm. their setups are different and the flex is different and uh, it's really cool just to be able to watch all this in this beautiful place yeah so. I, I just can't get up. i think every two minutes going starting through this trail it's like absolutely beautiful and i say that so many times in a row it's it still hasn't gotten old yet um this is just unbelievable country out here uh and so we hit fins and then uh we did some really cool kind of not, I wouldn't say wheeling, but just kind of trail riding at Mm -hmm. night, um, to get to our campsite last night. Mm -hmm. And I think, I mean, that, that's like in the top two, maybe three most beautiful drives I've been down because the sun was setting Mm -hmm. over the, uh, you know, above the Canyon we're going through and in true Overland style, everybody got to try out their lights, um, which in the (laughs) Overland community, you know, you want to use your lights. Uh, and so it was cool to, you know, see the line of rigs snake through the Canyon with their different light setups, lighting up the Canyon. Uh, I don't know. That's just a, that's a view. I don't think I'll ever forget. Yeah, no, it's a, it's a really amazing experience. And, you know, that's the first time that I've gotten to go through here at night and get to see that. So that was really, really cool to see it and and how well the lights work lighting up the Canyon for, for a very long distance. But you know, that between that and the water crossing coming in, you know, we did, we don't have rain here. So we, uh, there was a, some flooding going on, had a really fun water crossing coming in here. That was really deep. Yeah. We didn't expect it to be that deep. No, you know, and then I, you know, that's yeah, the Jeep sitting on the other side. I, and now I know why they were sitting there probably waiting <laughs> for that to go down. But, um, you know, it just it adds to a little adrenaline rush, you know, we had, it had been a long day and that was, uh, just gave us a little push to get to camp. And obviously with this view really helped, yeah. but, uh, it, you know, coming into camp yesterday, we had tons of fog, rain, um, you didn't get the full experience mm-hmm. and, and then it, of course it started to rain when we went to sleep. So waking up in the morning to clear skies was, was a really cool experience. First, first clear skies we've had of the trip. Mm-hmm. So yeah, this is, it was nice to pull the zipper down and, and see 
blue skies the it, it just made the whole color of the landscape pop as well um but but coming in i want to go back to that water crossing because you're right there were, there were like two or three jeeps sitting on the other side of it and and we just pull in and you just go in you're yeah. just like oh we're just gonna go this way and i think it comes over your hood yeah. <laughs> and uh chase my brother-in-law who's who's with me this trip was driving that that section of the trail and uh, I don't know if, if we, even I realized how deep it was going to go in the Land Cruiser either. <laughs> he comes in and it comes over the hood of the Land Cruiser and that's got to be some pretty deep water to do that. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, you know, I, I've never seen rain out here. I never even thought about it. I mean, we, we thought we were going to get rain the first time we ever came out here and we, we didn't want to park in any washes, but we didn't think there was going to be extremely deep water anywhere out here. And we watched a video right before we came out here of somebody hitting that same spot and getting stuck and sinking a truck but i was like oh it's a stock dodge durango and they'll be fine and <laughs> yeah that was really deep and i was in two-wheel drive i was not expecting that so i came sideways out of that water i, was I like, thought oh, i saw you goodness. drift a little bit yeah. a little aside uh it was good get your drilling going yeah and you don't you don't look at this you say you don't think about water crossings in moab mm-hmm. um and it was kind of interesting too because it's everything is so steep out here yeah. that you know you're putting these vehicles in inclines and declines that you don't really looking at them think that a vehicle should be able to do like you just it, it's it kind of blows your mind yeah. i don't want to be too verbose about it but it really does surprise you the first time you do it out here oh yeah yeah there's definitely inclines here that you would never be able to do on the east coast mm-hmm. it's just too slippery the rocks here or like sandpaper yeah and it's amazing the things that you can do i still get nervous I'll, i've hit the same obstacles over and over coming out here and i still get nervous when i pull up to them i'm like i don't know if i'm gonna make it up this <laughs> but some but somehow we all just cruise right up everything it's, it's pretty, pretty cool tell us what you what you're driving out here this week too yeah, so I brought the Frontier. Uh, I think last time I was on the podcast, we you, talked you about made Red bold, You made a bold statement on that podcast. Yeah, yeah. I said it, it would outwill the 80. So hopefully when Ian gets back, he gets stuck here. Um, no, but, but uh, yeah, I brought the Frontier. The gears are in. Uh, everything's broken in now. Um, and it is amazing. Uh, the gears were one of the best mods I've done to the truck. And it makes it just so easy to crawl up stuff now. And, uh, yeah, it's it's been great. This is the first time I brought it out here. We brought the 80 both times that we've been out here. Okay. Um, so it's really cool getting to see the difference and just really how, like I said, how capable the truck is. I've, I'm pretty proud of, of where it's at right now. Um, it's been a process. We've broken pretty much everything. Um, <laughs> part of it. <laughs> but uh, now it's just super dialed in, and it's made this trip just uh, just really fun. I can, I'm not stressing about making it up everything. Nice. It's uh, just does what it's supposed to do so so we got a few frontier listeners that that are and, and nissan listeners that are good 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 loyal followers and so tell us a little bit about what you've done tell us a about the frontier um and then what you've done to it to get it to where you you say it's dialed in right yeah yeah so um I'm, it's obviously a titan swap setup so it's i'm running a factory titan lowers okay i run a factory titan internator tie rod um, I am now on total chaos uppers. I was on factory uppers. Okay. Um, the reason I did that was, um, it would limit droop travel, but hit the shock bucket. So that helped save axles. Mm. Um, of course we went to red clay rally and the R180, the factory diff exploded into two pieces, completely split the case in half. Um, <laughs> and so like I, in half, in like, half, in, in, half. in, in okay. two pieces. Mm. Um, so 
Uh, I was Ooh. building my 4600 Ultra 4 truck, and I needed that truck back on the road. So I pulled the Titan diff out of that truck. Okay. Um, with uh, 456s and ARB locker. And, uh, yeah, threw it in the front of my truck. So That's I ran the upgrade. factory Titan diff, obviously with the gears, but a factory Titan diff and uh, factory Titan axles. I still have the Frontier hubs, and, uh, yeah, it's 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 great now. Um, yeah. What what's the where was the improvement that you saw in off road handling and, and kind of where is the where does that benefit you the most in, in doing that Titan swap like you've done? Um, obviously the travel, the width, um, that's a big thing. Um, I would say now with the Titan diff, definitely the reliability. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, the R180s are just fragile. Um, I say that I lost. I had 14 teeth come out of my front diff before I went to Colorado. Oh, wow. Wheeled the entire time, hit the wall, and drove it back before I swapped the diff out. <laughs> but then I swapped onto the 35s and went back out to Colorado, and I think I lost some teeth going up the wall and then immediately exploded at red clay. So I realized that, obviously, 35s require a lot of mods. So I'm still shaft now. Um, obviously, 456 is in the back as well. Um, and it's just a lot. I, I, I don't have the fear. Of, of potentially breaking something that's that can huge. really hammer it that's huge as a as a hundred series owner and a lot of hundred series owners that listen uh we know about front diffs it's a it's a thing yep. with, with hundred series owners if you yeah i know matt's somewhere <laughs> somewhere out here in the canyons we and got, he's, uh, i got another hundred series owner right here matt we we bonded over the fact that we're now triple locked hundred series owners <laughs> because of uh, yep. uh the front diff exploding on us um so it's it's a thing if you and, and at the end of the day, I think Jeff's talked about it a few times uh, before, but that happens when you're going to drive a 23-year-old vehicle out here doing these things. Mm-hmm. You know, 250,000 miles on a diff. Like, I got a freaking Yukon that I had to put a transmission in at 100,000 miles, yeah. and that's considered normal nowadays, yeah. right? Like, you got to put it in context sometimes, like oh, yeah. how old these things are and, and the things that are just going to break on them, and, and you got to try to upgrade and, and make it a little bit better. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Things, uh, things happen. Things break. Um I try to keep it as simple as I can, which yeah. is why I try to do a lot of the OEM Titan stuff. Um, I really trust just good OEM parts. I know that a lot of the Land Cruiser guys who are listening are probably the same way. They, the OEM stuff is very, very, uh, I don't know. It's, it's, it's not dialed in. It's engineered it's in good. for it, right? It's like that's, for it. that's what it's it, made you pay, to do. You pay the premium, but it's worth the money that you put into it. So. Right, right. And so so we talked about the front a little bit. What else have you done to the, to the Frontier? Um... Obviously, full armor. Mm-hmm. Um, I just uh, fixed my my bumper, uh, uh, thanks to Bradley. My front bumper is about to rip off. I've uh, been winching too many heavy rigs, <clears throat> land cruisers, <laughs> and um, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> so so I had to uh, weld my bumper back to the front of my truck. It was about to rip off, rip the welds. Uh, just fixed my rear tire swing out that ripped off at Red Clay Rally. Um, so now my truck is, yeah, all back together, but yeah, it's, uh, just a basic frontier. There's not really any crazy mods. It's just, uh, Dobinson, Dobinson rear leafs. Okay. Um, I run 51, 5160 Bilstein rears. Okay. So the, with the external resis. You carry a lot of weight back there too. So I do. Um, and so I, I'm like plus 250 on the, on the leafs to hold all the extra weight. Um, you got that. You got the camper shell and the tent. Camper shell with the front runner rack and the CVT. Yep. Which we just took the hard. I had a soft shell on it. We took that off and put my wife's hard shell from her mm. eighty on it for this trip. I just feel a little more comfortable with the lighter tent. Um, but yeah, it's uh, 
full armor. Um, other than that, yeah, it's pretty stock. The steel shaft. I run a factory front drive shaft. Okay. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much everything. Thirty fives, chop fenders. Just cut them off. Yeah. Snip, snip. Yeah. It's I not mean, that important. No. I no. mean, I, saving not, some weight actually. If you really, it saves if you really weight. I've already it. you know ran into stuff. Honestly. <laughs> The real reason I wanted a rear bumper so bad was because I had destroyed that section of my truck on the back of my bed so bad. Dropping it. I knew when I put a rear bumper on a high clearance, I was going to cut all that off. Mm -hmm. So my bed looks so much better now that I've cut everything off. So. There's been a lot of bumper banging out here. There's a lot of a lot of bumper banging in Moab. A little bit. Uh, a lot of drops. and uh, Yeah, I, I know. I got the 4x4 Labs bumper, and I have fallen on that thing. Over a hundred times, and that's no exaggeration. Not in this one trip, but in the three years that I've had it on, over a hundred times, and uh, I just always hit it with a little flat black, and yep. we keep on rolling. Yeah, uh, I think Russ was behind me at top of the world and was just laughing because there I literally give no fucks about the rear bumper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the way it mounts, it mounts to the frame, and so you don't have any body impact when yeah. the bumper when you hit on that bumper, and so I mean, yeah, you do have the frame, but it's. It's just It'll solid. Hits, yeah. It's solid. It takes the hits and, you know, you just slide right off of it. Yeah. Uh, it's a well-designed bumper. Um, we're not sponsored by them yet. Um, maybe one of these days they'll, they'll come yeah. around. But I will say I, I never shy away from talking about great companies doing great things, especially in small business space. And 404 Labs makes a great bumper. Uh, yeah. I think the 80 Series out here has a 404 Labs bumper Correct, on as yeah. well. Um, and, and they come down hard and, and they do well. And so – uh, that's something out here too, that you probably want to have a good bumper. I, yeah. I've seen some, oh, yeah. some plastic four winner bumpers kind of pop off a couple times. Oh yeah. Yeah. Here. We've definitely done some damage to some factory bumpers. Uh, I've got a coastal on mine. I have a custom tube front bumper, but oh, nice. I, I have a coastal rear bumper and, um, it's a great design. It went together super easy. Uh, of course the welds didn't hold and, uh, that's not coastal's fault. Um, but, uh, it's been bulletproof and I definitely use it a lot. Um, I have a tendency to just, uh, get my front end down and then just let the front back end just smash and just keep going. It's, it's just, it's a part of it. You know, you yeah. just, that's why you build it like that. Um, you know, you don't, you don't put it out there to, to not do it. Right. Yeah. Um, so, uh, so anything else, you know, you got any, like, as far as overlanding camping stuff, you got any, anything that you do with that besides a tent that's special or you just run it how you got no, it? No, I just got a tent and a bunch of bins, just the bin life stuff. Yeah. The bin uh, life's real, real life. Stuff. Um, I mean, I've been at it for, a, you know, a couple of years now, and I've tried so many different things. I've had multiple setups on my truck, um, and this is kind of where I, f I feel comfortable. Of course, I'd like to get drawers in it at some point. Oh, drawers are nice. I do want drawers. Uh, I'm just I'm getting a little tired of the bends. I just changed to a different bend setup, and it's a little bit better, and nothing's flying around right now. So um, I'm liking where I'm at right now, but I think that's the only other thing that I want. That and a little bit better lights, but... Other than that, the truck is, is where I want. I, I, I don't really need too much, I don't think. I think, you know, for me, it was more of the mods. I, I like hitting harder lines and doing harder trails, getting to places that most people don't go. So that's most of my focus has been yeah. on reliability and capability. Which is important because uh, when you're out here, reliability uh, is, is king um, and you want to be dialed in and, and have those things ready to go. And yep. the confidence, because sometimes if you aren't confident in your reliability, you're going to break something mm -hmm. because you're not driving the right way. Right. Yep. yep. Um, and so it's, uh, we, we've seen that a lot. My buddy will, we always talk about it. It's the, the people that get scared 
in the middle of a of a of a climb or a move are yeah. the ones that are probably gonna do the most damage, yep. right? You gotta yep. kind of pick your line, be confident in it, stay committed, listen to your spotters, yeah. and and go. Um, and so that's been one thing cool about this trip is you know we move at a, at a good pace, but at the same time, when, every time we get to an area where it could be a little sketchy, right? Someone's always over the radio behind you or in front of you or someone standing there kind of giving you a good, a good spot to make sure we get through it safely, yeah. which has been um, real comforting when you, when you go out and you're doing stuff like this. Cause this is, this is some good shit. Like, we're oh, wheeling. Yeah. Oh yeah. We're definitely wheeling. <laughs> this is a wheeling trip that we're camping yeah. uh, as a, as a byproduct yeah. of it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, some, sometimes you go on a camping trip, right. And, and you go out to somewhere and you camp for a few days and some days you just go explore. You know, we are, we are wheeling. We're hitting good trails. I, I kind of equated, I watched the uh, ultimate adventure yeah. videos a lot. Uh, and I, I equate this trip and how you planned it to like kind of one of their trips, right. Mm-hmm. You, you know, we're kind of hotels out. Let's not try to be too crazy and roughing it. But once we get out there, like we're going to hit one to two trails a day. We've got kind of good sized campsites lined up and then one to two trails a day. And it's kind of continuing yeah. in that motion, which I thought was awesome. And it feels after watching those, you know, all the years of those videos, I'm like, I feel like I'm on it right now. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, the way I like to try to plan the trips in a very similar way, they too, it's they try to get out into remote places. I think that a lot of people get lost in the hells and fins um, yeah. poison spider stuff that's that's down in downtown Moab. And that's great, and I think that everybody should go experience it. But I think people forget that Moab, Utah in general, has so much more to offer than that. And um, so that's why I pick some of the trails that we have is they're a little less known, but they deliver everything that you want. You get views that you don't get when you are in downtown Moab at some of those places. So, um you know, we really wanted to make a route this year that we covered distance. We didn't hang around Moab. We it was kind of an in and out thing and keep moving and really explore it was Utah. But you know, this yeah. year, last year it was like I think we named it Explore Moab, but this year it was Explore Utah because we were going to do a lot more than just what's right here in the heart of Moab. So um, obviously, the trail that we're on right now, we're a, a good ways in, a few hours in, um, and we have many, many, many hours ahead of us. Um, and, and I, that's the experience I wanted to give everybody is that remote, real out there off-roading. What I, what I think off-roading is I even wore my camel trophy shirt today. Just I to, told him, he woke up and I saw that shirt on him. I was like, all right, Matt, Matt's ready. Yeah. Matt's yeah. got his wheeling shirt on. We're going to have some fun. I mean, you have, you have literally talked about this obstacle that we're sitting at for the last four days. Yeah. Like you have that, this is the pinnacle of your trip. And, uh, and, and so I'm, I'm happy to be here. Uh, the trip has been great. Um, so you, I will say Moab, you said we, we stopped in Moab. So we had a, we had a pit stop in Moab. It was basically like we hit fins for a few hours mm-hmm. and then groceried up. And then we're like, there's no service where we're at. Like uh-huh. we're not going to have service for the next two days. Yep. Um, so everybody had to like kind of load up and know that, you know, we're not going to get back as a group. Yeah. Uh, and so we loaded up and you said we came in through the canyon, which was beautiful. Then today coming in and experiencing getting deeper into this canyon and experiencing the wheeling up to here, which was pretty technical, right? Threw in the lockers a couple of times just to make it to where yeah. you weren't doing anything crazy because we were really off camber in some of those oh, yeah. switchback turns. And so had some fun and then. We got a few rigs up what what they call the gatekeeper here, which is um, I'm looking back and you just see a canyon, canyon snaking through and you just see the tops of the rooftop tents and rigs <laughs> all the way back. It is absolutely beautiful. Um, we got a couple rigs up and then we had one rig coming up that um, actually their steering box broke. Yeah. Like, like the... <laughs> 
<laughs> I've never seen a piece no. like that break. Like the main gear that goes to the pitman arm snapped, snapped in half, and I've ne- I've never seen that. I've seen them rip off of the frame, yep. and bend arms and rip tons of stuff off, but that's. That's interesting. And so we're, you know, we're diagnosing what's going on. And when it first happened, you heard a pop and naturally, like, hey, hold on, hold on, hold on. And I'm thinking, you know, I saw something in the steering come loose. So I'm like, okay, maybe it's a tie rod. Yeah. Obvious choice. Hey, yeah. tie rod snapped. Boom. Get some ratchet straps. Out, done. Get them going. We'll, we'll, we'll get through this. Um, but we walked up there and you saw the actual external arm of the steering box in half. Uh, it just, it was just, you just, it was, yeah, bad. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, we kind of diagnosed for a little bit, um, used some BFGs to see if we can maneuver some things in place. And then uh, I think as a group decided that someone's got to go back and yeah. and, and grab a, a steering box. And yep. so in, in, you know, true, like I, I call it, it's just, I think it's just the overlanding spirit of it too, of like, you know, everyone's together. Yeah. And so literally a group of 10 rigs, we're all just hanging out here right now. We've got two people that have gone back and are getting a steering box, all the parts to fix yep. the Jeep. They'll get back here and uh, and we'll fix the Jeep. Continue on. Drive the Jeep up yeah. and then go camp yeah. tonight, right? Yeah. And hit some more trails and just keep on going. And yeah. so uh, this was, you know, we thought one of the best times to throw a podcast. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, we were, we were just sitting around. We, we knew we had some time to kill. Um, you know, like I, I said for, for many days, that this is one of my favorite places to be um, coming up this section of Lockhart. Yeah. Just love how technical it is. I think the... The views here are amazing. There's uh, just an amazing feeling you get of being in these canyons like this. You really feel like you're at the mercy of what's going on here. And um, so for him to break here and us get to hang out, you know, it's no one likes to see anybody break. But no. if you're going to break, uh, I can at least do it in a beautiful place like this. So. We've we, I've broken down in small Kentucky towns and parking lots and, and all these places that you really just don't really want to hang out at long. Yeah. And I, I'm not upset to have to hang out here for a couple. I have no problem with this. this is, uh, uh, and I'm also not going to talk too much shit because my vehicle is next to go up the yeah. obstacle. So yeah. I, I've still got to get my ass out of yeah, the situation. Yeah, we have, three, we have well. three trucks up. We've winched one and we've broken another. So, <laughs> um, yeah, well. Uh, it's a gatekeeper. Yeah. That's what it's here yeah. for, right? But, you know, I, I think that's what also makes this trail so cool is that if you can't do this, you can't come experience this. You can come in from the other way, but you're going to have to turn around. Yeah. Um, so it's you definitely have to be prepared to come out here, but the rewards of getting through here are are better than almost any trail in the U.S. Yeah, yeah. It's this is this has been a lot of fun. Uh, so tell us a little bit about um, what we're going to do to finish out the week uh, for for the Explore Utah trip. Yeah. So uh, today we're going to try to knock out uh, as much of Lockhart as we can. Um, the idea tomorrow is to get up early and make our way to Elephant Hill. We'll get our permits and, uh, they're hopefully they'll let us go in as a group. Uh, I've chatted with them on the phone, but, uh, they're very busy. So we'll see, uh, if that happens, if not, we'll go in three rigs at a time. Okay. And, uh, we'll run through elephant out through Bobby's hole. We will uh, go through bears ears national monument. Why do they call it Elephant Hill? Does it like, look like an elephant? I have no idea. Oh. Absolutely. If anybody's listening and yeah. knows that answer, yeah, uh, you need to shoot let us a know. DM over. That'd be sweet. Yeah. <laughs> we'll we see, we'll see it when we get service someday. We can't have our, we don't have our tech guy yeah. here to, to research things <laughs> yeah. on Google while we're mid-podcast, unfortunately. And if we did, there's no service <laughs> to do it either. No, but uh, yeah, we'll head out through the end of that. We'll go to a, another 
probably one of my favorite camp spots, which I will not give away that name. I'm sure you can look at pictures that. and you guys can do your research and find it. That's how I did. No one uh, told me. So I took, respect that. took some research, so a little something fun for everybody. But um, we uh, will go or we'll finish out the week at uh, Hole in the Rock. Um, there's two sections of Hole in the Rock there. So you have Lake Powell and... A uh, very, very long time ago, they wanted to make a road that crossed that area before they flooded the uh, the canyons there and, and made Lake Powell. And uh, they blasted rock and, and made this, this trail that went all the way through. And on the other side is just a gravel road. But on our side that we're going to be running, um, on the mo- towards the east coast, or the east eastern border. East coast for life! Yeah. <laughs> um, it's very, very technical. Um, it's uh, an in-and-out trail, but there's massive rock ledges. There is a crazy climb that's very similar to Hell's Gate, um, and we're going to have to go up and down that. So uh, that's going to be really exciting, and I feel like it's a good way to finish out uh, right there at Lake Powell. Yeah, so that's what we got the next couple days, which um, we're – that's still, that's still wild to me that it's just it's just the beginning. Yeah, like we're just getting into this trip. Um, and uh, remind the, the, the listeners what you charge for these trips to do the guided trips. Uh, we don't charge anything. You fucking kidding me, bro? <laughs> you fucking kidding me? We uh, don't, we don't. So you do. So how many trips a year do you do? I think we have eight or ten trips this year. Man, all around. Uh, we've got two trips out here. We've got one to Colorado. This year we're going to do Colorado and Wyoming. Um, of course this, this trip that we do here every year. Um, and then we have tons of great stuff on the East coast as well. And, uh, yeah, I, we've never charged anybody. Um, we've thought about it. Uh, of course you could. there's other I, groups. I, I, that, you, you 100% could charge for this yeah. because I've literally, you know, got an itinerary about a week before Yeah, I said, I was going to go, got an itinerary before and we're on that itinerary. I mean, we're five days into this trip yeah. and we're on the itinerary. Um, every vehicle has gotten through. We're in a situation now, but we've got a plan. Yeah. We've got a plan. That plan was figured, was identified, assessed, and figured out in about 30 minutes. Yeah. And, and part of the group is now going to do that. And mm-hmm. so it's, it's a well run event, I um, I must that. say. And so for that, let's take a shot of tequila. Oh, yeah. <laughs> definitely. Yeah. No, I think, um, I think it's just the group. You know, I, I've always, I, I'm in motorsports. I've been in motorsports my whole life. I know how expensive it, it is to be able to come out uh, to events, whether it's off-roading or drifting or racing or drag racing, whatever it may be. It's expensive. Your hobby is expensive. Yeah. Um, this is bankrupt overland. Yeah. And, you know, <laughs> I, I like to get people out here and experience this. I think that, you know, I couldn't put a dollar amount on this. You know, it, this is worth a million dollars to me to be able to come out here and see this, you know, but obviously people aren't going to do that. I just, I don't feel right doing it. I, I, I get the satisfaction of let people seeing this for the first time yeah. and seeing the emotions that they have of seeing this. And that's why we do it. We, it, there's uh, it's a lifestyle. It's, it's fun for us. It gets us away from uh, my regular day to day life. Right. And uh, yeah, I, I, just uh, feel like it should be free so that we can all just come out here and have a good time. And, you know, I enjoy doing it. I love putting it on and it's uh, it's fun for me. So um, we yeah. were talking, you know, I'm going to set you up a, a bit here, but uh, we were we were talking around the campfire. Well, we were actually talking under an awning because it was raining. 
Um, well, some people were under the awning. Some people were still getting wet, as the owner of the awning <laughs> pointed out a couple times. Uh, but we were hanging out of the awning, um, enjoying the evening. <laughs> Moab was we giving us, and, and we were talking about this and and talking about the community, right? Yeah. And and what um, what it really means to build a community is yeah. and it's not just the like you said it's there's there's a lot out there that it's about the dollar i'm a sales guy man and so uh, life is about the dollar for me when mm-hmm. i'm in my in my business yeah. mode and so it's you know i, I totally get that and, and the fact that you have your your vision about this and it's the community base first yeah is is the part that really wanted me to come out here when we talked the first time about this and yeah. i was like man like if he's doing this the way he says he's doing it and the community's the focus, we'll know really quick when we get on this oh, trip yeah. and, you know, we'll, we'll roll through it. And, and I will must say, I, I, it is, it is what you said in the first one, which is, which is always great. Cheers to you for, for keeping it, uh, keeping it real and, and doing something that truly is a benefit to people. And, and that's it. Um, there's not a fucking lot of people in this world that do that today. It's, no. it's hard to find. Um, and I, I hope you can keep doing it. Some like there are, there's going to be some point where this is going to get big, man. Yeah, and, yeah, and there yeah. there are going to be costs associated with it, which might not enable somebody to come out here and do it for free. But what I will say is, is I know you're going to keep improving it mm-hmm. because that's just the kind of person you yeah, are, right? Yeah. And, and so as you're listening to this and you think, man, this sounds great, I want to go out and explore these areas, I want to go do it, but I don't have a group, yeah, right? Like, uh, you know, or or you just need to you, you want to feel a little more comfortable with some people that go mm-hmm. out. You don't have that buddy that goes with all the time, like. That's what I feel like this is yeah. like, and, and that's what I think um, has created a bond between all these people in, mm-hmm. in such a short time is, is yeah. everybody's kind of just here for everybody here right now. Yeah. That's it. Oh like, yeah. You're out here in the middle of nowhere with no service and this is who you got. This is your family for the next 10 days and you got to get through it. it. Is. Um, you've created great group dynamics with how you communicate with the group, how you lead through the group. Um, and it's made it a great experience for, I think, everybody. And, yeah. if, and if it hasn't, then I'm a really bad read of people. And I should probably quit my profession. <laughs> <laughs> no, I feel like, yeah, everybody has a ton of fun. But, yeah, it's like one of those things where, you know, I, I feel like the vibes of the group really pay a big part in it and i feel like the person that is is leading the group you know they can they can make it really fun or really sour um and i always just try to make it as fun as we can i we always poke jokes at each other um you know i i I feel like you know it's really easy to get out here and get into some of these more technical trails and really feel overwhelmed and, Mm -hmm. and 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 stressing yourself out and so i try to just constantly poke jokes at people you know someone will be climbing up a ledge and starting to get a little tippy and i'll stop 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 no, you're fine. You're fine. You're fine. You're just, I'm just joking with you. You know, it just takes the pressure off of people and you just have fun out here. That's the whole reason you drove for 30 hours to drive across the yeah. country is just to have a good time. And, and that's what we always try to focus on is, you know, that's why we do this. That's why we spend thousands of dollars to uh, be a part of this hobby. And, um, you know, I, we just try to make it as fun as you possibly can. So. That's right. That's right. I will say there's, you know, something too, you talked about, you know, make people comfortable. I remember coming up through this, um, you know, Ravine Canyon, I, I, maybe Ravine is East Coast Redneck stuff. Yeah. Canyon is is West Coast. I don't know. We were coming up and there was a washout, kind of V notch, I guess. And Kaylee, uh, your wife, came over the radio and was like, "Hey, you got a V notch here, and and just let us know if you need a spot." And just like the way it was communicated, it was like just that comfort of like, there's no, you know, there's there, we don't want anybody to get any damage. It's just, yeah. it's it's hey, it's you're comfortable, do what you got to do. And so those those things combined with the group dynamics have been have been great. So tell us a little bit about the folks that are listening. Maybe they want to join a trip later this year. I think you got most of your schedule laid out, right? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, if you go to our website, roamforlow.com, um, you can check out our full schedule there. 
Um, the way that we have it set up this year is uh, we pretty much post the event ride on our Facebook, so the Rome for Low Facebook page. Um, and you'll see the event page for the next trip there. And uh, usually we leave a comment area where you just put your name down and you just, there's there's no serious sign up about it. You just come with your name and a picture and yeah, come out and join us. Um, we do stuff, like I said, all over the country, a lot of East Coast stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got some cool stuff coming up. We'll be at Windrock uh, pretty soon. Uh, we've got some some cool stuff coming for that that we're excited to talk about tell soon. Us, tell us, can you talk about it yet? Or are you still We'll talk out? about it a little bit. So, um... We are going to be doing. Wait, wait, a- wait, wait. Let's just talk about what, what Winrock is, and then <laughs> yeah, yeah. and then let's talk okay, about. Because so, okay. I don't think you know. Not everybody knows about Winrock. Like yeah. Winrock is, it's pretty fucking iconic. For, it is. It yeah. is. If you're on the East Coast, uh, you you probably know what Winrock is. It's pretty iconic. Uh, Seventy four thousand acres there. Tons of history from mining to uh, the Manhattan Project for the bombs at Hiroshima and Nagasaki. Uh, the plutonium came from there, but. Of more than that, it's an insane trail system that's beautifully mapped. Um, it is a great time. It's my favorite place to go on the East Coast. I have a year pass to go there, and we spend a lot of time there at Windrock. And we've done a few rides there, and uh, things have snowballed. Obviously, Rome for Low is getting a little bit bigger, and we're wanting to do something fun. Obviously, my background is putting on motorsports events so we do a competition series uh for our drifting stuff that we do and uh, i will say hanging out with drifting guys is a different experience for me uh, <laughs> yeah it's a, it's a different breed of people different breed of people we're used is to, an understatement yeah we're used to like uh, 100 miles an hour tearing off body work totaling cars burning stuff down so yeah, you get these guys out here, and uh, they get a little bit bored on an easy trail, and then you get to the hard stuff, and they just send it, and uh, it's definitely yeah. entertaining. Yeah, it's uh, you know, it, what I liked about it is they they still re- they respected nature, right? They, no one was out tearing anything up, getting off the trail, but when you hit that trail obstacle, they they just did not care about body panels mm-hmm. or bumpers or or anything like that. You know, like, it was just even their life. I, I don't think. <laughs> uh and so it made it made for a great show as they you know picked the hardest line they could possibly find and see what they could do to a remotely stocked fortune (laughs) yeah yeah it's very entertaining to watch um i remember last year was their first year out here and uh he was all gung-ho and got on hells and got tipped over onto almost to his door and was white knuckle we winched him yeah yeah and uh that was the first time i think i've seen him nervous so this year he came out here with a whole nother level of confidence <laughs> i'm pretty sure i've seen the wheels all four wheels in the air on that truck more than i've ever seen anybody else so uh, they were they were fun they, they, they dipped out to go do some more extreme sports i think yeah uh, yep. but that was that was a fun group to hang around with for a little bit uh and that comes from your drift background and so let's get back to what you're doing this year we talked about yeah. Windrock a little bit yeah. about what that is right iconic place if you have an off-road or if you want to go there and they have they can you can rent side by sides and yep. go explore yep. it too right you don't have to have that they have mountain biking out there if that's your thing too yep. um a lot of stuff and it's just tucked away in east tennessee in the appalachian mountains phenomenal spot i for one have never been there which is absolutely crazy to me because it's no way literally like two hours oh, from my house and right. pack up we're, <laughs> we're done Windrock. Uh, never been there. It's just it's it's one of those where um, uh, there's been a couple trips I've been modded on, and it just didn't work out with timing, and yeah. so I, I just haven't made it out. Um, it's on the list, of course, mm-hmm. of places to go see, but um, just hasn't been there yet. And I just keep hearing all these great things about it. And so, tell us about your event 
out there, uh, what you can tell us about. I don't know. Yeah, you yeah, might, yeah. Be, might be keeping some of it we'll low keep, key. Yeah, for we'll a get a little bit of it low key. I mean, there's some stuff up on the website now. Um, but we are hosting a uh, five day event at Windrock, um, free of charge. Of course, obviously you got to pay for your permit there for at the yeah. park. It was like twenty five bucks. It's twenty five bucks a day if you plan on coming for the whole for the week. Uh, highly suggest just buying your yearly pass. It's I believe like what ninety. What are the dates bucks on or, this? Uh, I want to say it's like June second through fifth. Oh, that's not bad. That, that fits well within the things I have to do in my life. They, I don't know. Yeah, I might, well, I might we'll have to make it out. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> so what we're gonna do is we're just gonna be guiding people around the park for the first few days. Um, and just a real laid back environment. Everybody hanging out at night. We'll do a big bonfire at night. Um, you got so camping accommodations there too. Of course, like yep. If you want to do a cabin, you could get a cabin. They've got cabins there. Uh, we are renting out the entire, um, event area. So there's a yeah. massive field there with a pavilion. And y'all are on that. the li- their list. Y'all are official. Oh, yeah, yeah. Big deal, I think. Yeah, <laughs> I like it. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we'll be there and, uh, it's a great place to camp and everybody be able to socialize and hang out. Yeah. And uh, on Saturday, we are going to be hosting our first rally. Sweet. Uh, so we have created a, uh, a series called Terra Trophy. This will be our first uh, go at it. We're going to do something at Windrock. It'll be just Saturday. So we'll, Chuck's will be off early in the morning and finish under the night. Um, we are going to do a $3,000 payout to the winning team. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> So you said it's free to enter. It's free to it's free to come ride. There will be a small fee for the rally, okay. like a like okay. hundred bucks. Okay. Um, and the yeah, the winning team will take take it all. And um, <laughs> so I, you know, we we got a lot of rallies and overland rallies, and, and people give away fridges that Dometic yeah. sponsors them and gives them, or gives away some lights that some other company sponsors and gives them. You're coming out with a cash prize. Yeah, yeah. I want to do something different. I, th- I I like the idea of the cash prize. Of course, like if they give away a fridge and you're in a team, one person's going to get the fridge. So I, I feel the, like you uh, can just split the money up. I got the trash roof from the Red Clay Rally. Well, that helps you because you ripped yours in half. Because I did rip mine. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I want to do a cash prize. So what we're going to do is we're going to host this first rally. Yeah. Um, the idea is to yeah, – One day single, rally, right? Single, single day rally. Okay. Big payout. That way it's not – your whole week and you're you're stressing. You can just come and have fun, and you got one day of you know just a little competition with your friends, and then it's uh, back and party with everybody. And uh, this will be our first event that we're gonna do. And if things go well, uh, the idea is to kind of take this on the road and uh, start oh. doing it uh, across the country. I I've, I we joked around about. The idea of having a rally that came through somewhere like where we're at right now. And um, I feel like that would be something really special. No one's really doing that. I, I feel like as you build it up, that payout can get bigger and you can really do some cool stuff for the community and get sponsors involved in a level that, uh, you know, maybe we, we haven't really thought about. Well, I can see it. I, I can see the vision you got. Um, I will say your execution on event planning is is there. I'm going to knock that tequila over. It's, it's in my blood. You just take a drink. Take a drink. There's some limes over here. Oh, we got yeah. limes and tequila. We're just, we're, we're totally not real serious about this. Um, it's it's a good time. Phil's going to come over and get some tequila. I like it. Phil's been Phil's been driving this yellow FJ around like he stole it all week. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he said yeah, I did steal it. it. Yeah, we call it like the the yellow bus, and he short just bus. the short bus, and he just uh, he drives it wide open. He was on really two wheels yeah. earlier. Yeah. Two wheels. It yeah. was uh, it was actually a little scary. <laughs> 
And Phil's just like doing Phil things. We good, bro? Okay. Yeah. Uh thank you, East Coast Wheeling. Yes. Trees and limbs and everything. So uh big event coming up at Winrock. Yep. That's gonna be um that's a lot of money and that's gonna be pretty interesting. So I guess it's gonna be like just what's a terraform rally? So you just kinda like run through these different uh trails yeah you'll be different trails we'll have checkpoints okay um and yeah it'll be just a time similar to most rallies you'll see um rebelled and red clay time speed distance type rallies so we're going to do that same format i feel like that keeps people from just building race trucks and destroying stuff we can still take our overland rigs and go compete in something fun without you know absolutely destroying them so, uh, yeah, I feel like it's a really cool format. The idea for me is just to what we take off of this first one, just the drivers pay into a pot, if you will, almost, yeah. for that $3,000. So, you know, I don't want people to ever feel like we're out here just trying to make something crazy out of it. We want to make this into something bigger. And it's a community so for event us, again, yeah, right? Yeah. We want to make this about the community. So I feel like as we grow and that pot can get bigger, we're bringing in sponsors and rig bigger rigs and and really do something cool with this um yeah I'm, I'm i'm really excited for the future of that and what we're doing with with rome for low um but of course i think my heart is still here doing rides just like ron right now so. yeah yeah I, I i have a feeling just because of your vision and, and what you want to do and just talking to you the last few days you're very smart guys this is this is going to end up being like a locals only kind of thing at yeah. some point you're going to yeah. be like there's a cutoff if you haven't been on it before then then i don't know like i, I just i don't know I, I just think this this might get too big heck yeah um, we could call it like like uh like only fans or something <laughs> yeah <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I just. Uh, That's think, fucking uh, awesome. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, he's already made it up the, the obstacle, by the way. So he's totally just hanging at this point. <laughs> yeah. Um, My hard work has been done. It has been. Well, uh, yeah. It's well. You still got a little bit ahead of you, but it's it's yeah. been good. It's well, been good. I was joking earlier that you know I was making fun of everybody still being down there. And uh, I'm probably going to get a mile up the trail and flip over or something. So. <laughs> <laughs> I just keep my mouth That's shut. why I'm not talking any yeah. smack right yeah. now. I am literally the next person to get up this obstacle. <laughs> and uh, I have had some things leaking on the way up. We know we've had some things going on. So uh, it's one of those, you know, y'all, I, like, I watch a lot of roadkill because I just think those guys have the right spirit for yeah. getting out and oh, just yeah. exploring and doing things. I love watching them. And, but one of the things that Freiburger says all the time is like, you're never, it's never gonna be perfect. Like you just got to get it rolling and then you can go. Right. And so some of that stuff for, for this trip is just, you just, you know, we had some issues, uh, Chase and I almost like we had to go run and grab a spare axle shaft. Um, my axle shaft started or my axle seal started leaking my rear axle the day we're leaving. Yeah. Like we're literally driving out and I noticed this leak. That's how it goes. (laughs) We've been preparing for a month, six weeks, get everything dialed in and that happens. And so the day we're leaving, I, I call a buddy and I'm like, Hey man, uh, do you still have that axle out of that totaled 100 series that you have? And he was like, I do. I was like, can I come by? I need that now. Right he now. was like, what's going on? I was like, hey, I got to seal out. And if this if this ends up killing the bearing, I want to have 
another shaft yeah. because you have to press those bearings yeah. onto oh, the it's landscape. It's way easier shaft. to bring the whole assembly with you. And so he was like, yeah, it's here. And so chasing on our way out, just drove out to this barn, met this really nice guy, hung out for an hour, talked cars. He had a sweet, fucking sweet 32 Ford that oh, he had yeah. been building for 14 years. Wow. And so, and had a, a 60, a, a 40 series Land Cruiser too that he had just brought back from Cars and Coffee that day. Like, oh, wow. so one of those old, just old head mechanics yep. that just has some cool toys. And so Chase and I couldn't just roll in and pull an axle shaft out with his help and not hang out for a yeah, minute. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you gotta listen to a few you stories. You gotta listen to the stories, yeah. right. It's a, it's, I think I think that's a, that's one of the most southern things about it, right? Yeah. Is you, oh, yeah. You don't go and just dip, dip. You yeah. gotta go listen to a couple stories, yeah. hear yeah. his advice. You can and, have it, just hang out with me for a little bit. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. So we hung out for about an hour and he showed us our cards, which is a great experience, yeah. man. And, but we looked at it, that's part of the road trip. Yeah, like, it is. That, the road trip had started the minute we left the house. Yeah. And that was just a part of the road trip. Um, running over to O'Reilly's while uh, Phil was pressure washing his radiator because he kept overheating, right? That's a part of the adventure. It is. Well, you look at, like, Austin, you know, he's he's come out west, west with us almost every time we've been out here. He That's drives a the sweet flat rig. <laughs> so for those that uh, that don't follow along with us, we have a uh, our buddy Austin has a flatbed 22R carbureted uh, Toyota, and uh, on on uh, it's on 33s right now. It's been back and forth between 33s and 35s, but he has had some of the craziest experiences coming out here from. This trip was crazy, and then you told me. Oh my goodness! <laughs> yeah, he. I mean, I've seen him blowing up diffs and having random guys show up at a gas station in the middle of nowhere hey man i just happen to have a diff down the road <laughs> well i have 488s well luckily i have one with 488s and it's like how in the heck do you get this lucky and you know it's been a struggle for him to get out here this time he uh had an alternator bolt fall off which i think has happened before once before and uh so I got to put an alt new alternator in, and I think uh, the voltage regulator or something failed on it, and it smoked the harness and literally melted his gauge cluster. And uh, they fixed that. A radiator exploded. <laughs> so I thought they were done JB welded it, and then, yeah, he is uh, just a few rigs back down there. Uh, He's crushing enjoying it. it just like us. And, yeah, it's, you know, it's, it's funny. We always joke around. It's like that truck sh just doesn't want to be driven on pavement. It just it needs to it needs dirt because once it's on the dirt it is awesome it is a it is a super capable super reliable rig when it's in the dirt. Well, he but walked you, up that one hill. I did a four wheel burnout on. He just it's so light, and yeah. nimble. It just walked right up it. Talking about watching different rigs and mm -hmm. having different setups, I think that that's one of those trucks that's really exciting to see wheel outside of you know all the land. Well, it's cool as shit. Isn't it? Like yeah. it just looks oh, cool as so fuck. Cool. <laughs> yeah. It's like a flatbed mini truck. And That's out here with the, with with all, you know this the scenery. He's got his bench very Australia looking. Yeah. It's just I love. He the had look his of tent that set truck. up on it last night. Yeah. His bins are strapped on it. Like it is just like it is a the minimalist rig, and it it's, is. it's really cool to see him out here doing it. I mean, I mean I'm so glad they made it because I saw the trials and tribulations they went through to get yeah. here, and these two guys literally on their own just for limping into parts houses and pulling parts off swapping stuff out um, took them like three days four days to get yeah. out here with that but we rolled in yesterday they got on fins and things with us and yeah which is great <laughs> last year he exploded diffs and all this stuff on the way out here and had a really really hard time getting out here and he missed 
fens. He oh. missed, you know, Lockhart. So it's really, really awesome that he's finally getting to experience this because it really sucked going to camp on the East Coast and we're sitting around a fire oh, and everyone's just yeah. talking about the vibes of how, you know, the feeling you get of being here. And he just, he was missing that. So I'm just glad that he's finally here and getting to, you know, yeah. be a part of this. Yeah, it's been, it's been fun to watch that rig work. These are, it's a lot of fun seeing just the different vehicles. I'll go back to that because I, I love just seeing the different lines, the different driving styles everybody oh, has yeah. too. It's, yeah. it's fun. Uh, different spotting. It's, it's been a good time. So we talked about Windrock. What other uh, events do you have going on? We'll kind of wrap this. We're getting close to an hour here, so we'll kind of wrap this up. Yeah, but I yeah. do want to talk about what you have going on because I, 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 I'm telling you people like, this is a well-run event. Like yeah, these yeah. are well-run events. If you want to get out, you want to explore, you want to discover with confidence, uh, check out the Rome Four Low guys. And so let's go through your list of events this year, and and then we'll kind of wrap it up. Yeah, so we're gonna hit some uh, some easier stuff soon. We're gonna do the Georgia Traverse, which is uh, a really good ride. It's very stock friendly. If it's your very first time, you got a stock rig, a full size truck. Um, it's a great ride for you guys to go out there and do and get your feet wet. Mm-hmm. Um, we are going to be doing um, our one of my favorite rides on the East Coast, our Mountains to Sea ride. So we're going to start uh, in the mountains of North Carolina. We will across the country, hitting places like uh, Urari as one of the, you know, that's probably the best known trail system. It's a good trail route. system. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Fantastic. And we'll make it all the way out to the Outer Banks. We'll ferry all the rigs across out to the island. And uh, yeah, we'll chill on the beach for a couple of days. And that's a really, really fun trip. Yeah, that's the Outer Banks is, is sweet. I've, that was one of my first overland trips. I did it with Nick of Overland Nashville yep. and a couple of his buddies and went out, ferried out, and camped out on uh, Cape Lookout for, yep. I don't know, three days. Yep. And I mean, that was just, it was not, I mean, you're literally, you're the, we didn't, we looked at night, we would look around and not see anybody but us on the yeah. beach camping yeah. out, which is, it's a pretty epic feeling. It is a really, really cool feeling. I don't think there's really many places in the U.S. where you can get out onto a beach mm-hmm. and, and feel that remote. Florida shut that shit down already. They did, you can't, yeah. You can't you do, can't anything, do anything we've we've tried, and they were they're like, yeah, we're shut down to you can't even camp on the beach till 2023 or something. I was like, this is ridiculous. So that's like the last good place. So for those that are listening and, and you go out there, please really respect that. They take it very, very seriously, and you look around the whole U.S. That is the only island set of islands that and Hatteras are the only islands that you can ferry your truck out to and wheel um and and have that type of experience yeah. so it's really important it's, that we it's try more to of a camping kind of yeah. like that's i feel like that's more of a camping trip than it a wheeling is. trip right this this trip is a wheeling trip it's right a you're, trip. Yeah. you're hitting a couple trails you're you're pushing your rig to the limit mm-hmm. um that is a camping trip because you go out there it's really only the beach and and like a a, a road that goes through yeah. the island yeah uh, that's sand that's like kind of an access road and so you go out there you can you can kind of cruise around for maybe two to three hours and see the yeah. whole island like yeah. that's it and yeah. so it's it is more of just set up hang out enjoy being on the beach enjoy you know when, when i went out there that's the only trip my wife's been on with me that's, well, that's <laughs> a good it, one it's a great area it was because it was the beach she yeah. was like oh i get to go to the beach i was like yeah and so she came out and she was skeptical as fuck she was like who are these instagram friends that you don't know and you're just gonna go hang out with these people it got to be a good good trip, though. You know, Nick and Sydney have been to our house now multiple times. Birthday yeah. parties, like they are, they are friends for life. Oh, Nick yeah, is awesome. a friend for life. Um, we we've been out on many trips with him, and I was he was hoping to come out here too. Yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, things didn't work oh, out. We, yeah, we talked about it. We I was uh, I would have been really excited to see him come out here with us. That would have been awesome. Yeah, I, I don't say go hang out in remote random locations with all people you meet on the internet. I'm just saying <laughs> yeah. I had a good experience. Yeah, you get lucky sometimes. <laughs> 
uh, and twice now, I guess. Yeah, well, I've, yeah, I've yeah. seen you guys out yeah, at, yeah. at events and stuff, so it, y'all weren't y'all weren't as foreign as it was with them. But yeah, that's more of a let's go back to that. That's more of a camping trip. You know, you, yeah. you you set up on the beach. Like I said, my wife's everything was just being able to wake up and be on the beach, right? Like, how many times have you? woken up in a hotel or a house on the beach and you got to pack all your shit up you got to throw it on your back and be a pack mule out to yep. the beach every day and pack it all back in and that was her thing it was like i just got to go out to get out of the tent yeah sit in my chair and i'm on the beach yeah yeah <laughs> like that's so cool it's so good i it's one of my favorite places yeah. that we've gone so what else you got this year yeah uh after that we've uh we're gonna do uh, we're gonna go to kentucky i uh I love Kentucky. Some it's good great. Wheeling, good wheeling there. there. So we're going to go oh, man. play around in Kentucky a little bit. Um, we're going to run a uh, quick shout out to this guy, V-Man 1313, for those that are watched are listening. Um, he has made some awesome routes in the southeast. Um, one of them, the, one of the first ones we did was the Georgia Adventure Trail. Yeah. And that is a north to south or south to north, however you run it, trail. They run straight through the, the middle of Georgia. You can run way, yeah? Yeah. Okay. And it is a fantastic route. That was our, our first one we did. That's uh, We're going to do that one. That's going to be another stock-friendly, um, full-size friendly type of uh, uh, ride. And then we're going to do his uh, a trail that we did for the first time last year, the BAT, which is the Alabama Adventure Trail. Okay. And you I've start, never heard of that until yeah. you told me earlier this you trip. You start down there in Florida at the Panhandle, and you wheel all the way up uh, into Tennessee. And uh, we added Damn. a little spice to it. Ooh, um, a little extra. Trail. Um, a little I'm, bit off, a the, big, off the elbow. Yeah, I'm a big fan. There's a section of trail up there um, that is pretty technical. And it is a great way to finish off the trip. It gets progressively harder. You go up through, uh, you know, Talladega, which, you know, is, you know, pretty iconic. If you haven't been there, it's a great ride to come on. So you can experience Talladega National Forest. I know a lot of people make jokes about it, but it is a great, fun trail. The 600s are fun. Everybody um, has their own opinions of yeah. what of what trips need to be. and, and For the for eh. what we do, I think it's, it is it is a perfect route. And, yeah, we ended a super rowdy section of trail. And uh, that is my favorite East Coast ride that we did last yeah. year. So, well, as you know, we've got, um, you know, I, that's one thing I love about the regulars, which I wish they could be here with us right now on the podcast because Steve and uh, Jeff make everything yeah. better on the podcast, in my opinion. Uh, they made it fun, yeah. And, and so, but Steve is, he's more camping orientated, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Like he, he's got the Land Cruiser, it's got MTs on it. He can get to where he needs to go. Yeah. But he's more like, he's the guy that's going to bring out some dope ass food and just yeah. set up and hang out and, and you know, feed you yeah, <laughs> while you're exactly. out there, right? And so that, that that's his vibe. And so I look at those, at all these trips and having busted knuckle on a couple weeks ago, right these guys build rock bouncers and yeah, go up and crazy stuff you talk to jake and he's like i just like that everybody's getting out and doing stuff right and at the end of the day like i think when you look at what bankrupt's doing um what you're doing it's it's just about getting out right yeah. get out and enjoy what you have in front of you because it's not hard to do it you do have to plan you got to take some time or you can just join a Rome for a low trip yeah, yeah. <laughs> and just make just sure your out. truck can get going yeah <laughs> Uh, so I don't know, man. You got any other events going on after that? Um, yeah, I mean, we just, we just have a bunch of East coast stuff. I'm trying to think of what all we got going on. We're going to go, um, to Chattanooga. We like that area. That's a good area. Tennessee's great. Um, so there's a lot of good stuff. We're going to go play at the Cove. 
we got shut down this year. We were heading that to the That was a really, really rainy week that you were going yeah, down there. We, I was worried. I was actually concerned about Well, you know, <laughs> luckily, luckily, we have been to the Cove enough that yeah. we knew what it looks like going in. And, and you know, I, I've made my, my share of turnarounds at the Cove. We've we've also made our mistakes at the Cove and sent people through stuff that we shouldn't. I put my wife in a forerunner one time that was uh, that almost drowned. Sorry, Jason. And... Um, <laughs> That's how you learn sometimes. I mean, yeah, you know, it's, it's a part of learning it. experiences. You know, and we were we were really ready for that situation, and everything went right when it went wrong, and mm. it, and it, and it saved the day. But it happens sometimes. Yeah, you, I, mean, I mean, you know, it, when you're getting, you know, when you go out here and you're pushing yourself and stuff, and you're doing that type of stuff, you know that you can get yourself into some bad situations, and it's, you know, it's about how you set yourself up. Yeah. Um, you know that things could go wrong, but you need to be ready to 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 take care of that situation when it happens mm-hmm. and uh, you need to be prepared. And, you know, we were prepared for that and uh, worked out great, but you know, I've sunk my truck at the Cove. I've had water. I've had my center console underwater. I've seen it out there myself. I've, uh, I've seen, <laughs> I've seen Phil who was just over here. I've seen him uh, have one crazy experience. And I, I don't know if I talked about this on the last time I was on the, the podcast, but we, uh, he, I mean, we're talking, winching him to uh bump start his truck luckily it's a manual but bump starting <laughs> him in rock gardens and uh dying oh, alternators man. you got to keep it on the throttle to keep it running and it was uh it you was never wild. know what's going to happen you got to be ready but for we it. were prepared we were ready and we got out of there and uh you know he's here with us so yeah that's that's something too you think about coming on these trips you, you got to be okay with that yeah like i i think i said a few podcasts ago talking about the, the competition series in the Red Clay Rally. And I'm like, if you're not okay with, with a, a body part of your vehicle getting a dent in it, you don't need to don't do that. There. Don't be there. Don't do it. Like, mm-hmm. don't. Because that is the style of driving that yep. that you will be encountering, whether you drive as fast as you can or you drive as careful as you can. Those trails, there's limbs that hang out in them, roots that hang out of trails. I mean, there are just things that are out there that are going to yeah. affect your body panels. Yeah. And so it's it's not a hate. It's I think not, this it's is not, a perfect example a thing, of that. But it's just, it, it happens, right? Yeah, it's just, yeah. It is what it is. Yeah, I, I really think that this is a perfect example of that is that, you know, we were on Red Clay Rally and a lot of these same trucks were blasting through stuff and hitting this hard stuff. And then today we woke up and we said, we're going to slow down. We're going to enjoy this. We have yeah. no set schedule. We need to be anywhere tonight. So let's just make our way through here. And, and then something happened that was out of our control that you would never think would break. Never. And, but you just, you have to go in this with a positive mindset. And I think I even, while we were over here and, and before they had left to head into town, I said, let's just stop. Let's just everybody turn on some music, hang out, grab a beer. Yeah. And let's just enjoy this. We know that we're going to be here for a while. Let's not stress about it. You're yep. in this beautiful area. Just enjoy uh, hey, where we you're just at, knocked so. out an hour podcast in this time, which is uh that's an episode, buddy. I think it's an episode. That's good. Anything else you want to talk about you're doing this year? Did you cover it all? Yes, when we go to Colorado. Oh, you're going to Colorado. I need you guys to come. It's too much fun. I love it out there if you have not been to Colorado. <laughs> um come out and you're enjoy going, what are you it going with to us. Going to the San Juans, and then we're gonna. So we're gonna make our way across. We're gonna hit a uh, a pretty hard technical trail that I've been itching to do. Um, so you should definitely be ready when you come out there, like if you were coming to Moab. But yeah, we're gonna make our way through Colorado, hit a couple things. We'll spend some time in the San Juans, and then we'll make our way up into Wyoming, Ooh. which I feel like Wyoming is one of the most underrated states. It's not uh, talked about enough. And that's a good um, thing. It's sometimes. a good thing. It is, but. Uh, <laughs> 
you know, I, I, I feel like that we need to get out there more. I, I think Wyoming needs a little bit more people. I think that, uh, you know, the, the, the forestry service out there can support, you know, having some more stuff. They just, they struggle because there's not enough people there yeah. to maintain some of these cool spots. So a lot of them are, are falling apart or are going to the wayside. So, um, yeah, I'm excited to be out there and support that area of the country, uh, doing what we do and uh you know cleaning up the trails and you know and having a good time so i like it i like it i'm itching to get out there but uh yeah i'm uh i'm having a great time here right now and i, I cannot wait to see all these goons uh try to yeah we still we still garden. have like seven eight vehicles to get up this rock garden right now and we're looking back and we've literally <laughs> got russ's taco it has a winch connected to uh the jeep uh, the only Jeep in the group, uh, and and that's what's look that's what's holding up right now. And then we've got a line of vehicles all the way out that are ready to hit it. And, and not to mention, all those rigs are like flexed out and on rocks and yeah, and all yeah. kinds of stuff. I and can't then, open my driver's door right now. Yeah, <laughs> it's great. It's got a bush right next to I it. I love it. We had to move it for the motorcycles to come through, and so which was impressive. Those guys, uh, I still am astonished every yeah. time I see a if dude. If you're a bike guy and you're listening to this. You have some serious balls. I could never do anything like this on a bike. Mad respect. Um, there's something else, too. I know um, on this trip you have a videographer out here, so yes. I assume that there's going to be some really good uh, content that by the time this gets out, because, I mean, it takes me like 20 minutes to edit a podcast outside of listening to it, but it still takes me like a month. Yeah, so, <laughs> so big, big shout-out. I get yeah. this done, they'll, they'll, we'll probably already have the video out. So <laughs> yeah. talk about where they can find your content for this trip as yeah, well. Yeah, obviously you can go to our Rome for Low Instagram, uh, youtube channel and you'll be able to see all of our videos there we've got videos from uh being here last year as well as pretty much almost all of our rides um but jordan who films with us uh jdp.move uh cool as fuck by the way yeah he is a super super cool dude he he films for yamaha uh you'll see him out if maybe you'll see him in a couple of (laughs) clips or something we can steal his camera but he's uh, always Yamaha swagged out. Super cool dude. He does stuff with our drifting stuff, but he he loves this. And uh, he's obviously makes some of the best films that we've seen uh, in the off-road overland community recently. So we're, we're really happy to have him out here doing this with us yeah and uh experiencing this so so if you're listening and you want to check it out by the time this gets out you'll you'll probably be able to check it out on yeah. their uh youtube page you go check out the youtube page check out the facebook page for the events uh and if you can make one happen and you're you know you're on the fence about getting out and doing this kind of stuff i i, I promise you you're with a good group of people that are going to get you through it good uh just be ready to have a good time uh, it's, it's fun loving group. They were all really, really nice to me whenever I first met them, like the first day. And I kept telling everybody like, can y'all just start treating me like normal people? <laughs> <laughs> just over the top. Not, not a bad thing at all. It's, it's a good thing. But, um, this is a group to where it's, it's just a real group and, and you got to be comfortable with that. And, um, but it's, if you're not ready to come out and have a good time, be positive, encourage, get everybody moving through, then, uh, yeah, just go with some other friends, I guess. Yeah. 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 For you. yeah. Yeah, this is definitely, yeah, we're out here just having a good time. That's what it's about. Like, uh, yeah, heck yeah. You know, beat on the rigs a little bit. That's what we, that's what we build them for. Right. Uh, you know, have a good time when you get to camp, party it up. Yeah, that's right. And, uh, yeah, just, uh, take in this, make it an experience. So every ride we have, yeah, that's what it's about. So I, yeah, I hope that, uh, some more people join us. We bring in some new people like yourself and, uh, yeah, hopefully we'll see some of y'all in Colorado. That'd be dope. All right, man. Well, let's cut this off and uh, see uh, how far our parts are.
Yeah. <laughs> might have to uh, finish this thing before we even get going. It might happen. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it's been fun. Yeah, man. Take care. I appreciate it.